0: Hey, welcome to Optimize Your Body with Martin Silva, where we talk raw, uncut facts to truly help you optimize your body. Hey guys, today is going to be a short, sweet episode of Optimize Your Body, and I'm going to be talking to you about the three reasons why you are not losing body fat. Now, this is a pain point for a lot of people when it comes to losing body fat and keeping it off long term whether that's stubborn fat you're struggling to lose or whether it's just shifting, like I said, body fat in general and keeping it off, okay? It can be quite challenging for a lot of people. Now, I'm going to break it to you, folks. It is quite simple when it comes to losing body fat, right? However, I'm not saying it's easy, okay? The only problem is you need to be consistent with the fundamentals, the simple things like moving enough, keeping your activity levels up, you know, your daily movement, Eating, eating, you know, whole foods for the most part. It doesn't have to be. It's not going to be anywhere near spot on. But when you do these simple things, things really start coming together, right? And you build metabolism and you start shifting that body fat and keeping it off long term. So no nonsense as usual, right? There's a lot of information out there. You know, a lot of us are snowed under, especially when it comes to nutrition and wellness, There's way too much information out there and quite frankly, way too much bullshit information out there, which confuses everyone. I know a lot of you listening to this can relate to this. Nutrition is confusing as fuck, okay, for the average person. Now, I've been in this game for a long time, so it's different for me, right? However, let's get to it, right? Number one, very straightforward. You are not in a calorie deficit. Okay, now what is a calorie deficit? A calorie deficit, just a put it simply is when you are burning more calories than what you are taking in so this is essential if you want to lose body fat and keep it off so the issues i get with people now a lot of people can they can do the calorie deficit thing for a short period okay for example the average person they're on they're, they're always kind of on or off so it's the on or off wagon i know a lot of you can identify with this because this used to be me for years Type A personality, I come across them all the time as a trainer and online coach where people are balls to wall, killing the training, going all out, cutting back on calories when they have like a holiday coming up or something to aim for, right? But then what happens? They're back to square one because they haven't changed any fundamental behaviors. And once again, like I mentioned, they're not being consistent with the simple things. It's burn lots of calories i.e. go into a calorie deficit for a short period and then go back into a calorie surplus where you're eating more than you're burning, for example, when someone goes on holiday, and then back to square one again, and all most people know is, oh, this works for me. This kind of training works for me. You know, when I cut back on my calories and I eat this way and I do this kind of training, that's what works for me. But guess what? It doesn't work for you long-term. And in fact, it doesn't work for 90% of people, long-term people, right? Which is why... I'm here on this podcast to teach you about sustainable. Long-term sustainable health is sexy, okay? Forget about this short-term bullshit. You wanna lose the body fat, you wanna stay lean and healthy, you wanna have good quality of life, you wanna prevent yourself from all these ailments going forward, chronic illness, okay? So losing body fat and keeping your weight, you know, weight management, so to speak, is essential, right? So, calorie deficit. Now, what I find with a lot of people is, okay, firstly, what I'm gonna say to you folks, is tracking right if you haven't kept any sort of food diary or use the app my fitness pal right that's the app my fitness pal which is what i use and the majority of my clients use and this keeps you accountable it's very straightforward to use you can scan barcodes if you buy something in a packet and it picks pretty much everything up type it in there if it's vegetables you type it in it comes up it's straightforward it calculates the calories and the macronutrients for you macronutrients being protein fats and carbs so this is a great tool to use right so if you haven't started doing that yet i would recommend it's not for everyone some people get what they call orthorexia and they get fixated on the numbers and obsessed And they end up creating a disorder, you know? So that's for only a small percentage of people. So be mindful if you end up getting obsessive and it becomes, you know, you're starting to become anxious and whatever because of it, then pull away from it, right? It's not for everyone, but for most people, this is an exceptional tool, the food tracking tool. So anyway, what I find with a lot of people is they're under-reporting their calories, okay? So I can count, not even on one hand, there must be a... I reckon literally two or three people out of the hundreds of people I've trained who we have been in a calorie deficit and they haven't lost body fat. And that's because they've had internal hormonal problems going on. Now, this is very, very rare, but it does happen. You know, if your hormones are out of whack, you have inflammation, you know, issues with the gut, you could be in a calorie deficit, but the body will store fat and so on and so forth. So what I find with a lot of people is they underreport their calories. So I get them tracking. You know, some people I'll coach, let's just say for a month or two, they hit a plateau, they're not losing weight, not losing body fat. And then I'll reassess, either sit them down as a trainer or speak to them on Skype or whatever online. And always, not I can't count any, literally 100% of the time, they're underreporting calories. So I'll ask them, for example, a question I've started using lately is, when we've you know we we feel like we're ticking all the boxes, but they're not losing body fat and they've hit a plateau. I'll say, okay, so what are the hardest what what challenges? What's the what's the biggest challenges you face with when it comes to nutrition? And sometimes they'll say, you know, well, on the weekends I tend to you know I tend to eat a bit too much and and I'm like, okay, so do you track that? And they're like, well, no, not always. You know, some days I don't really I forget to put certain things. And I'm okay. Well, there it is. So underreporting calories, right? So if I'd say ninety-five percent of the time, if not more, if you're in a calorie deficit, you're gonna be losing body fat and going towards, you know, aiming sorry, in the right direction towards your goals, right? Now the thing is folks, is if you're in a position where you really want to get lean and lose a lot of body fat, you have to be in a calorie deficit for a prolonged period. And when I say that I'm saying this with caution because I don't mean continuously burning more calories than what you're eating. The ideal way to do it is to, for example, four weeks, you you create a calorie deficit. So you're burning more than you're eating. And then for around two weeks, you'll go up to maintenance calories or into a calorie surplus. Now, a lot of you are probably thinking, what the fuck is this guy talking about, right? Now, maintenance calories. Now, what I mean by maintenance calories is the amount of calories your body needs for your weight not to change, okay? Now, if your weight has stayed the same for a while, okay, uh, the chances are, naturally, you've found your maintenance calories. So, to figure out your maintenance calories, I've said this before, but the simple way of doing it is to, as long as you haven't got any issues with the weighing scales, by the way, women, ladies, you know what I'm talking about here, don't get obsessed. If, you, if you're gonna start weighing yourself every day, Don't listen to this advice. But if you weigh weigh yourself, use the app MyFitnessPal for about a week or two. And let's just say two weeks. So weigh yourself. Track your food intake consistently and meticulously every day for about two weeks. Weigh yourself again. If your weight hasn't changed that much, look at the calories you've averaged and congratulations. That is roughly what your maintenance calories will be. Now, that's what I was saying. So to lose body fat and continue to get leaner and leaner like i'm going to be doing for a show now I need to create a prolonged calorie deficit. So when I say prolonged, I'm gonna be doing about a nine to 10 week cut. So I'm gonna be in a calorie deficit for about nine to 10 weeks. I'll have a few days where I bump up rather than doing uh, two weeks, like I mentioned then, I'll just do a day or two where I go up on my calories just to reboot my metabolism. Because if you stay in a calorie deficit day in, day out for longer than around about four weeks, your metabolism will then slow down, okay? Because it's a survival mechanism. If you're not feeding it, and you're not going to give it what it needs, then you know it's not going to uh, it's not going to it's not going to comply. So you need to give your body a reason to lose body fat. Remember, the body is a survival machine. It's also an adaptation machine. It'll adapt to anything you throw at it. Right. So we have tens of thousands of calories of fat stored within our body, internal fat and all the rest of it also subcutaneous fat which is the fat you know you actually can pinch and stuff which is going to keep us alive okay if we were to run out of food so you need to give your body a reason to shift that fat okay if you're not looking after it properly which I'll come to now and you're not being smart with the food choices you're making and you know sleeping right that's another reason why you're not going to lose it okay so anyway just to just to recap that point it's quite simple the reason you're not losing body fat Point number one, you're not in a calorie deficit. Even if you say, listen, I am, I've got these issues with my body and this, that, and the other, but I just, you're not for the most part. Like I said, at least 95 to 99% of the time, it's just not happening. You're not in a calorie deficit. So you need to, you know, figure out the numbers, start tracking, and I'm going to help you out now with this next point anyway. So point number two is you have an underdeveloped metabolism. So when it comes to losing body fat, like I say, right, this episode is losing body fat. But what I'm really getting at is losing body fat long term. That's what we're all about here, right? So you have an underdeveloped metabolism, okay? People say they have a slow metabolism, but in reality, it's not no such thing. It doesn't really make sense when you say slow. You haven't developed it. You haven't built your metabolism up. You haven't developed your metabolism. So that's where resistance training comes in, okay? Now, lifting weights will boost metabolism better than any other form of training, lifting weights. So you need to play the long game with this, right? So for example, If you haven't actually built a significant amount of muscle or a decent amount of lean muscle tissue anyway, then your maintenance calories are going to be relatively low, which makes it much, much harder for you to lose body fat and keep it off long term. For example, if you haven't lifted weights and you haven't actually built your metabolism up over time... Then let's just say for a woman, I've come across plenty of women where their maintenance calories are like a thousand calories, right? So if they eat anything over than a thousand calories, they gain body fat, they gain weight. Now that is very challenging because there's no way in day-to-day life for you to actually have a balanced life and enjoy your life, go out and have the odd meal, you know, indulge in alcohol occasionally. To stay on a thousand calories a day on average is virtually impossible. I don't know anyone who could do that, uh, and it's not healthy anyway. I don't think so. You need to build your maintenance calories up, and what's the best way to do that? By building muscle. So let me just quickly talk to you about what metabolism is. Right, it consists of anabolism, okay, which is the build-up or creation of substances. Right, where just To put it simply, again, your body is regenerating, your cells are building, you know, and like I said, it's the creation of substances within your body. And then you have catabolism, which is the breakdown of substances. When your body, for example, breaks down muscle tissue, it's it's in a catabolic state. When it builds muscle tissue, it's in an anabolic state. Now, we want to get you in an anabolic state as much as possible, Right. So, you know, within the fitness community, it's most, like I said, it's most commonly known as the breakdown of food and conversion into energy. That's really what metabolism is, right? So, you know, simply by increasing exercise and increasing the amount of lean body mass you have can directly increase your rest and metabolic rate, okay? Now, bear in mind, your rest and metabolic rate is the calories your body is burning just to keep you alive, just to keep your metabolism or your organs functioning, your body has to burn a lot of calories. And not to mention the brain. Obviously, the brain uses up the majority of the body's calories. Just just the amount of energy your brain generates is costly for the body. So bear in mind now, up to 70% of your total overall calorie expenditure in one day is burned by your resting metabolic rate. So imagine now, you guys listening, some of you might have an office job, you sat down and work, okay? Most of your calories, the opportunity for you to burn calories is gonna be when your day-to-day life, when you're working or you're doing your day-to-day stuff, right? So this is why by increasing lean body mass and really focusing on building your metabolism by building muscle and strength, i.e. lifting weights properly, this is what's gonna get you the long-term results when it comes to losing body fat, and keeping it off. So make that your priority. Okay. Now, I'll come to the. I'll come to how I can help you with that towards the end. Anyway, right. But so number two, just to recap that one, you have an under, underdeveloped metabolism. Build that metabolism up. Okay. Build lean muscle. I, I seem to say this on every podcast, but th- think about this now. One pound of lean body mass. One pound i.e. one pound of muscle will burn about 30 to 50 calories, give or take, just to keep that muscle on your body. So by building muscle, your body has to expend more calories, right? Simple as that. So really focus on resistance training. That is always the go-to for anyone I coach, and it's the number one most healthy form of exercise when done correctly and appropriately. For longevity, for your heart, for your bone density, and as i say for your metabolism and for your you know for losing body fat because as we get older our metabolism slows down due to muscle wasting which is why resistance training is even more important in the advanced age population people who are older it's even more important for those people because you know it's it's some people say, you know, older people, they say to me, you know, is it, is it too late for me to start? And I'm like, well, it's too late for you not to start, really. That's a little gem I got off uh, a guy I really look up to, Mind Pump Sal on Mind Pump Media. He said that to me before. He said that that is his approach with older clients. They say, is it, is it too late? And he says, it's not too late. Uh, sorry, it's, it's too late for you not to start lifting weights properly, right? That's what I say to people now. I, I always uh, reinforce that because it's, it's so important. Also, not to mention water for your metabolism. You know, water is the driving force behind many of the body's important metabolic processes, right? So anything less than adequate hydration, that will dampen your metabolic rate. So drinking water and getting adequate water daily is vital. So focus on, you know, focus on aiming for around about two to three liters of pure water. That's not including your tea and coffee and stuff and any other fluids, Focus on pure water, two to three liters a day as a guideline, okay? And obviously, as I brushed over quickly earlier, lack of sleep. Now, sleep is the foundation, okay? It's so, so important. Talk about this all the time. So that can decrease, you know, metabolic rate as well. So focus on getting yourself a good sleep. Focus on sleep quality. I always talk about this, but, you know, treat it as a practice. Come off your phone. Don't go to bed in that stressed state you know, um, just focus on that sleep quality and, and yeah, moving on. Number three, you're not making your health a priority, okay? So focusing too much on how you look can be toxic, right? Now, I've been there, lots of people I know and people I coach, driven by insecurities, by how they look, always focusing on building this perfect beach body, which doesn't exist, There's no such thing as perfect, folks, okay? So as cheesy as that sounds, right, if you're really focusing on losing weight and looking better, that alone is going to stress you out internally, even even if you don't know it, okay? It's going to stress you out, and also what it's going to do is it's going to make you continuously look and really obsess over the progress instead of really honing in on the process and embracing the struggles. And again, most of you might find that annoying to hear, like, what do you mean? You know, embracing the hardships? Trust me, you know, that is what it's all about, especially when it comes to fitness and getting in shape. It's the process and what you learn and the character you build along your journey to building a better body, right? So if you're not making your health a priority, what I mean by that is not focusing on, once again, the fundamentals, okay? focusing on looking after yourself and really switching your mindset ultimately from how you look focusing on how you look in the mirror to focusing on your wellness your overall overall wellness focus on your performance in the gym for example when you go to the gym you lift some weights really honing on you know am i lifting the weight with better technique am i improving am i lifting more weight i.e is my strength increasing how's my recovery Am I recovering properly from the sessions? Focus on these things, and they're markers to progress. They're clear markers, right? Okay, I've lifted more weight today. There's nothing. There's no more clear-cut sign actually when it comes to boosting metabolism than strength improving. When your strength increases, that's an indication that your metabolism is picking up and elevating, which means you know you're in the anabolic state. So your body's building muscle, and therefore protein synthesis, right? Which is when you're basically all the muscle tissues have to regenerate after training and the whole body starts regenerating that's a very demanding process on the body which is the beauty behind lifting weights it really you know supercharges your metabolism so that's an example instead of focusing on how you look focus on your performance focus on your sleep make that a priority folks i know i keep drilling this trying to hit this home time and time again but i will hammer it home okay (laughs) you need to focus on the sleep. It's the foundation. If if your sleep quality is poor, i.e. if you're waking up in the nighttime at all, that's not ideal. Now, I do tend to wake up occasionally, right? But you need to focus on getting to bed at a reasonable time, aim for about seven or eight hours sleep if you can, but not the duration. You know, the duration is not that important. It's more the quality. It is important, the duration. Don't get me wrong. But the quality of your sleep is vital. Obviously, if you're in a high state of stress, you know, we live in an era where we're under a constant state of stress, okay, it's go, 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 this wall is crazy right now, and it really overwhelms me at times, to be honest, um, you know, we have the iPhone, which is just another um, animal altogether, right, we have the iPhone, we have social media, we have, we're we constantly over overstimulated, right, we're sat in front of a computer screen all day, so when you're in these high states of stress all the time, you know a lot of people then they want to their way to wind down is to drink loads of alcohol on the weekend. A lot of us like to do that. We like to wind down. We we call it winding down or you know letting our hair down, but in reality that's just stressing your body out again. Not to mention what alcohol does to your sleep quality, you know the poison that you're putting into your body. So what I'm tra- what I'm trying to say with this is stress management is very important. So find other ways to wind down on the weekend, right? Whether that is, you know, just relaxing with your partner, going out for a meal and chilling, What you know, whatever it is, you know, focusing on gratitude and, and doing that daily by, you know, just focusing on appreciating what you have instead of expecting things. And, you know, on the weekends, find things to do. Like, for example, I'm going to be starting salsa dancing soon with my girlfriend And I'm always trying to do things which are novel, if you like. Novelty is key, folks, right? Do stuff which is, you know, it challenges your brain, but also it gives you something to focus on. And it really helps with neuroplasticity in the brain as well, which is when your brain creates new pathways. And this then, um, as a result of that, then you get higher levels of serotonin and, really improves your wellness when you do different things to stimulate your mind so try and come away from the old uh, you know alcohol when it comes to binge drinking and binge eating I know it's easier said than done but focus on doing things which are a bit healthier right salsa dancing maybe um yeah eating whole foods as well right so eating whole foods for the most part just you know really focusing on eating plenty of vegetables If you only eat, let's just say you only eat one or two cups of vegetables a day. Some people don't even get that amount in. The ideal amount of vegetables is six to nine cups a day. So if you're only having, you know, one, two, three cups, then try and bump that up. And that will be an absolute game changer for gut health, you know, satiety, food cravings. So yeah, I guess overall... Making your health a priority, this is going to help you lose body fat long term because when you 're in a state of stress and when you have poor sleep, you tend to make poorer choices with food and drinking alcohol and all these kind of things right so try your best to manage your stress, whether that 's you know trying to meditate, like I said, focusing on gratitude is something I always preach about i won 't go into that, but just you know maybe writing down three things you 're grateful for every day getting sunlight if you can in the mornings when you get up. I know, you know, or just daylight in general, right? Just getting up and getting outside, get away from those artificial lights and get a little bit of daylight before you start work or whatever. All these things done consistently, game-changing results when it comes to health, losing body fat, getting lean and sustainable health. Anyway, that's it. So number one, main reason why you're not losing body fat, you're not in a calorie deficit. Quite simply, you're not. your body's not burning more calories than what you're taking in. Simple as that. Number two, build your metabolism. Focus on lifting weights, building strength. Our training program, our website's going to land very soon. It's been a long time coming. I, I haven't really talked about it because it's taken us so long, but it's going to be landing very soon, and we're going to have a, an awesome training program, which is going to work for, for literally everyone. It's going to, I can't wait. I'm excited about it. So resistance training, lifting weights, that's coming soon. Also, we do online coaching as well. Obviously, Andrew and I do um, online nutritional coaching and training, uh, personal training as well. So we combine uh, specialized training programs with nutritional plans and nutritional advice. Okay, so yeah, resistance training, build that metabolism. Number three, finally, make your health a priority. Stop focusing so much on how you look and focus on quality of life. And that's not just the things I talked about with sleep. Focus on relationships and stuff as well. Like the people who are close to you, as as this sounds once again, enjoy the time you have with them. You know, try and be present when you're with them. And that's where meditation comes in handy. It makes you more present in the moment. Um, build relationships, you know. Surround yourself with the right people, okay? Because all of this stuff is going to help get your mind right. And therefore... What's going to follow? The physique, baby. The admirable physique you want will come as a side effect of good health. So if you are interested in our online coaching anyway, just drop us an email at, no, no, sorry. Drop us an e- email over, what I'm trying to say is drop us an email, admin at optimizeyourbody.com. If you've got any inquiries regarding that, And we'll help you get on the right tracks. And we have a fat loss fundamentals guide, which is going to be completely free as well, which is awesome. I've detailed all the stuff, a lot of the stuff I've talked about. I put a training program in there for you, and that's going to be completely free when our website launches very soon. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening, guys.